Blog Talk Radio. Listen 
on a radio. When I think of the radio, I'm like, oh, I need to get my Max Delta set and pop it in my boombox so I can take the new Run DMC song. The only people who are still listening to the radio right now are right-wing crackpots. Listen to their conspiracy theorists talk about uh, cameras in in the microwave. So I just thought that was really, really stupid for them to, you know, not know that that was a fake station. But zoom out, zoom out, zoom out. You know it's all said. Do you think, Mark, Obama, Trump is playing the biggest trick, the biggest publicity stunt on America. Trump didn't think going to this thing wanting to be president. Trump didn't, we need to say his name, but anyways, Trump didn't go to this thing wanting to be president. To me, it's all about, it's, it's really an irony. It's almost like the Twilight Zone or something. It's just about this being, having your name mentioned all the time, just having your popularity on blogs, and if they Google search you, a billion pages pop up. I promise you, he has no concern on how he looks. It's just about that name resonating something in the world. Yeah. There's just no way that somebody can and does the things he does and says the thing he says. It just doesn't make sense. Therefore, my theory has to be correct. <laughs> he didn't really expect to win. It, I, I don't think he did. And I think he's just making the best of this bullshit, but in trying to make as much money as he can while doing it, you know. Right. But I don't think he expected to win because why would he? Except for one thing, he underestimated the stupidity of our country. Mm-hmm. You know, it's basically how rich people inherit money and then somehow stay afloat even though they're stupid. That's America. We inherited a, a, a decent country, and then it's just packed with stupid people, and they just somehow get by. But I think that with Trump as president, our luck is about to run out. You know? Okay. But, right, right. but one, person who, one person who thought they were going to get a bump was the Nazis. And um, you remember the case that happened, uh, was it last week or the week before? Jose Torres and Kayla Norton, they was a yeah. they got they got convicted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I they rolled up on that kid's party and threatened them with shotguns and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, that's the stuff I remember the most. <laughs> Hello, get out. <laughs> <laughs> so they got sentenced to twenty years in prison. And at first, mm-hmm. I, I thought that sentence was too high until I read. An in-depth article that said that they pulled out shotguns and they were threatening children. Right, with shotguns. right, right. And I was but like, oh, I yeah. I think it's too high. What happens to, like, threatening? Should have been, like, what, five or eight? Were they making an example out of these people because they're not, one, they're white trash. They're not going to make anything out of, out of their lives. They probably was collecting food stamps and WIC and all that shit anyway. They're probably like, well, fuck right. them. You know what I'm saying? I don't think yeah. I don't think nobody else would have got that sentence. I don't even think a black would have got that sentence. This is a rare, rare occasion. I don't know because you know what happened with um with Brock uh, Brock Turner only getting a six month sentence for raping a girl and only serving three of those six months. But then um God, I forget his last name. Was it Brian Turner? I forget his name. I, I apologize because I I talked about him in one of the shows. He was accused of raping a girl. Didn't rape her, right? Was accused of it. And he did six years in prison. Missed his chance to go to the NFL. He works in the NFL's uh, office and all that, but he could have been a football player. 
Right. And that was, and he did six years for a rape he didn't commit. So I think if he went the other way around, I, I don't know if they would have gotten 20 years, but they, he would have done a hard time. Oh, shit. You know, if you really want to go in, if you really want to go in, look at Casey Affleck. He, had, he was accused of all those sexually charged crimes. He paid it off, or he got out of it. He wiggled out of it. Nate, Nate, that Nate guy who, you know, that Matt Turner movie, and he got a credit right. of his and see how he did his ass. You know what I'm saying? But that's America. And I ain't talking about A-M-E-R-I-C-A. I'm talking about America with three Ks, you dig? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, put it like this. That sentence is not just sitting right with us. It's not sitting right with white supremacists. So Raw Story did an article where these Nazis are running scared because even though Trump is president, that race war that they wanted so bad, it's still a ways off because <laughs> it's right. not going to be as easy as they thought. Now, here's the part where what made me laugh, right? This is what one of the Nazis wrote on their Facebook page as reported by a raw story, right? This is what he wrote. He wrote, what actually happened was these flaggers, they called them flaggers, these flaggers were invited to the party in a mm-hmm. very fake act of goodwill in the spirit of interracial peace and harmony and such assorted bullshit. But when they arrived, some urban youth, and they put urban youth in parentheses, uh, outside began throwing beer bottles at their truck, causing them to swerve into the median, which popped a tire on their truck, stranding them on the scene of what would have been another incident of black-on-white mob violence. Now, was a beer bottle thrown at their truck? Yes, it was, Okay. But it didn't cause them to swerve into them. Do you know why a judge was able to sentence them so so harshly, so confidently? Because there was video of the incident. So it wasn't, he didn't sentence them on some he said, she said. They had video of the incident. So all that stuff that he just said in his Facebook post is a lie. Only thing that was true about what he said was that somebody from the party did throw a beer bottle at their truck. But that's after they rolled up at the party with their Confederate flags acting up and threatening people. Right. So it's the fact that... The timeline was a wee bit off is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to rewrite history to serve their own needs, and it's absolutely ridiculous. Well, isn't, that America? Them, isn't that America? Yeah. The, the one who oppresses gets to write the story? <laughs> you got that right. All my history books, I I, I did most of my education in the South. All of my history books indicate that to be true. And even in my northern books, whitewashed a lot of shit when I moved up north to finish high school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Put it like this. In Texas right now, their history books uh, consider slaves to be undocumented immigrants. So, Oh, man, that's going to be my joke, you fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, those Texas textbooks pretty much. That's that bullshit. They're calling calling slaves immigrants. So I know we were railing on Ben Carson like crazy, but maybe he was reading those That's an alternative fact because um, I have plenty of documentation of the slave routes and the slave plantations and the slaves getting their names changed to their slave masters' names. There's pretty Mm -hmm. documented these immigrants that you consider undocumented. Get the fuck out my face, ho. Let's <laughs> 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 say that's no. my shit. <laughs> 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 
Now, I, the one thing about doing a show like this, I will lament on, is in a good way, I guess good and bad, is that I had a whole segment written about healthcare, which is going to be my next mm-hmm. segue. But okay. I'm, eat, I'm, I'm eating dinner. This is maybe like uh, less than an hour ago. And uh, I'm watching my Internet stuff, and the CBO report came out on GOP care. I call it GOP care because Trump didn't have anything to do with it. It's the GOP mm-hmm. stuff. And the only thing that he'll have, that he'll have on it is if, if it somehow passes, he'll put his name on it. So okay. I found out that the CBO report came out. So, and the CBO report is available online. Just look up, um, what is it, cbo.gov. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, should, it should just pop right up. It's like 37 pages. It's not, you know, really thick text. It, you can, you, I, I got through most of it in the last uh, half hour or so. But there's mm-hmm. something uh, – the Republicans rushed this bill through. They wanted to get as much of it as they could through committee before the CBO report came out. And here's why. Here, here's an excerpt from the CBO report, right? The CBO and JCT estimate that enacting, legis- enacting this legislation would reduce the federal deficits by $337 billion over the 2017 to 2026 period. That total consists of $323 billion in on-budget savings and $13 billion in off-budget savings. Right? So you figure reducing deficits, that's a good thing, right? But the trick no. is how are they, they right. going to do it? Here is the here is the, the brutal part. The CBO and JCT estimate that in 2018, 14 million more people would be uninsured under the legislation than under the current law. Most of that increase would stem from repealing the penalties associated with the individual mandate. Some of those people would choose not to have insurance because they chose to be covered by insurance under the current law only to avoid paying the penalties, and some people would forego insurance in response to higher premiums, right? So you figure just in the next year, 14 million people are going to be kicked off the insurance, right, because they can't mm-hmm. afford it. Right. Now, and I'm going to paraphrase this next part. Uh, following additional changes to subsidies for insurance purchased in a non-group market and for the Medicaid program, the increase in number of uninsured people Relative to the number under the current law would rise to 21 million in 2020, and then to 24 million in 2026. Right. So by 2026, an estimated 52 million people would be uninsured, compared with 28 million who would lack insurance that year, under the current law. See, the problem with for-profit insurance is that you can't pay CEOs tens of millions of dollars a year if you have to pay out on sick people. So if you kick off the sick people and only insure the healthy, you make more money. And then when the healthy people become sick, kick them off. That's the way it was before Obamacare, before the rules that said that you can't turn away people for preexisting conditions. They were, and in that Michael Moore uh, documentary, it was hard to watch on Sicko. It was hard to watch because it was like they were telling my story. As far as healthcare goes, they were kicking babies off of healthcare because of diaper rash. And I know that sounds like some shit I made up. You know, if a woman has a yeast infection, they would they would consider that to be a pre-existing condition. Mm-hmm. So that's how horrible it was. So me being a diabetic, 
I'm, I'm, you know, under that rule, I was just as good as that. So I didn't get diagnosed with diabetes until Obamacare was up. So I'm right. able to get the care I need to stay healthy. But now uh, I'm probably as good as that. I can't afford my medication without insurance. So, you know, these shows may become collector's items. <laughs> After I'm dead. No doubt. No doubt. Now, the reason why Obamacare had a mandate is so that there would be money to pay premiums. Because Paul Ryan did a PowerPoint presentation in Congress saying that it was a bad thing for the healthy to pay for the sick, right? He basically mm-hmm. just described insurance. The healthy always pays for the sick. That's the way insurance works. That's the way it works in auto insurance. That's the way it works because you need those premiums to pay out. Some people complain, well, in auto insurance, they're like, well, I never had an accident. Why do I need to pay insurance? Because one day you will have an accident. You may be the best driver Mm -hmm. in the world, but someone else may not be. No, that's just a scam, bro. I have paid faithfully for like, I don't know, 20 years, had one accident. My shit damn near doubled. It doubled in some change. And I was like, damn, that's that one time. Another time, I paid on my house for the 15, 20 years. All that house insurance, uh, a flood happened. They had a, they had a repair, maybe $2,200 worth of, you know, damage or whatever. Boom, what did right. I say? Oh, we got to kick you off. Whoa, 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 I done paid you faithfully. If I add up all the payments, 10 times what you're, what I'm, what I, what you're paying out right now, and you want to kick me off the roster? What kind of bullshit? Scam, scam, scam. Let me win the lottery. I'm a name. I'm a get up the damn insurance company. It's gonna be the the murky the murky blue murky blue insurance. Something <laughs> like this. I joked about it on Facebook one day. I'm like, I was like, I feel bad for the mafia. All those years they were out there getting shot, shooting people, going to prison. All they had to do was go into medical insurance. They'd be billionaires. That's illegal. Put it like this. The thing with auto insurance, right, is that if you, let's say you, uh, you have Progressive and you have issues with Progressive, there's like 10 other auto insurers in your, probably in your neighborhood that will take you on, maybe for cheaper. They compete with each other right. all the time, right? So they have to, people jump around a lot because they have to ride that line between being cheap enough to get people to go to their insurance but still mm-hmm. being able to get the premiums to uh, match the risk so that when you do get into an accident and they give you a check, that check doesn't bounce. Because that would be a catastrophe of right. rocking through the tragedy if something happened to you and they cut you a check and it bounced. So, but there's so much of that competition around. Now, I know I'm simplifying it, but with medical insurance, now there's only, what, like five insurers left? So if you don't like your insurance company, well, guess what? It's either you take their horseshit insurance or you get nothing. Because now, uh, since Obamacare, to prepare for this, I guess, all these bigger insurance companies were buying up all the smaller ones. So basically, when, uh, was it, uh, Aetna? I don't want to tell lies. But one of the bigger insurance companies dropped out of Obamacare in a few states because they were mad because they wanted to do a merger that would basically give them a whole bunch of control over health insurance. And the Justice Department said no. This was under Obama. They said no. It's 
the merger's too big. You can't do it. And they cited, oh, well, then I guess we're not making enough money, so we'll drop out of Obamacare. They did that as retaliation. And that's the problem with health insurance as opposed to, like, auto insurance. Because auto insurance, the wolves are always at their door. There's always competition. Everybody's always trying to get you to go to their insurance, so they're going to keep things as competitive as possible. With health insurance, yeah. You know, it's either, you know, they're all in on it because as far as I know, I tried looking it up. Some auto insurance companies are mutual. What that means is they don't have stockholders. So outside of their overhead, all of, and this is just a boilerplate definition of it, though. All the, mm-hmm. all the things that they get are supposed to go to paying out premiums to people. So, but some insurance companies are for profit, so they do have stockholders. But I can't find a mutual uh, private insurer. So they all have stockholders, and they put their stockholders first. I so, was going to ask you, like, what's the best insurer to go with? But then I was like, fuck that. They're not paying us for advertising. Maybe next week. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's all, I mean, even, even, even if they were, it's, it's, a matter of, it's a matter of preference, and it's just a matter of, you have an agent you can trust, you know, so on and so forth. Because you could be the best insurance company Man, in the world. I don't trust nobody that's, it, trying to, that's trying to line their pocket. You can't trust nobody trying to line their pocket. Fuck that. But check it. Let me ask you a question real quick. You did, you know what I'm saying? we got like maybe 10 minutes of this bitch. Who, yeah. in your opinion, who's mm-hmm. the most powerful man on the planet? You can use on the any planet. type of, you can use any type of quantitative, to say that's how they're powerful. I don't care what it is. But I want to know, in your opinion, and you see this, this show is called Politics, and you love it where I'm leaning. Who's the most powerful yeah. man on the planet? It used to be the President of the United States, and I that's, can't say that's that. Not, that's not the question. I just want to answer, and then I'm going to tell you what, who is. I'm going to give you the right answer. Right. Right now? And I, I, mean, I know. I'm going off the rails second, here. Right this second. Hmm? I say Vladimir Putin right now. Damn it. You got it right, motherfucker. Not only does he have control of the small nation, he influenced the, the vote for America to give us this buffoonery, and he's controlling, yeah. them, he's controlling that thing like the master puppeteer. He is right there. Bam, bam, bam. You are a genius. So you know what? Most people would just think, oh, America, America. Some people would just say Kim Jong. But we know it's Vladimir Putin. Hats off to the Russian king of the whole world. If Obama was still president, I would say Obama for one reason. Uh, Oh, he was. Until until this Putin Putin did some damn classic mob shit. Nigga, I'm going to make sure you win. And then I own, and then I own you. But shoot, just make sure I stay rich, bitch. Yes, I'll make sure you stay rich. <laughs> you I've been rich before, but I control you because you are my whore. Put it like this, right? Putin owns. Uh, I, I guess it's Russia's state owned, but he's the president, so I guess he kind of owns it. The largest oil company in the world, even bigger than ExxonMobil. ExxonMobil was the largest. Basically, Putin just jailed all of this competition and just took over their shit. So when you talk about him being gangster, yeah, that's the very definition of it. 
But Knowing 
you're going to go to heaven. So if you're a soldier and you know God told you you're going to go to heaven, wouldn't you be on the front lines of that, of that battle with no with, with, with bare chested with a machine gun and a headband like Rambo? Because you know, yeah, I'm going to die, uh, but I'm going no, to heaven. My I'm son is guaranteed. No, well, I'm not ready. <laughs> just, just, I mean, just a metaphor, but, but put it like this. I mean, for some of the younger ones who haven't, younger as far as their experiences, don't have that, those connections yet, yeah, that's one thing. But some of these older guys who've been doing this for 10, 12, 15 years and have made all those connections, you better believe they can vote for this, their one last payoff to their masters, and then they can just go off to heaven, become a, become a lobbyist someplace, or become a, an advisor. And yeah, that's a million dollars, two million dollars a year. But anyways, go ahead and give me your last word. Word of the day, man. Get us out of here. The word of the day is basically pay attention. It's all right there in front of you. You just have to open your eyes and just take it in. And don't be so proud. If you voted for somebody, doesn't matter if it's Trump or whoever, and you made a mistake, admit your mistake, and then try to get in 2018. Man, that was a good damn word of the day. I thought we need to start doing that shit more often. All right, then, that's <laughs> that. And that's another episode of Politrix. No longer playing at 7 p.m. Now we'll be at 6.30 p.m. on Mondays. And we're thinking about going to a daily format, but we're still in fucking contract negotiations. Y'all take care, and we'll see you next week. You hear? Yeah! <laughs>